Seven-year-old body had begun to change ever so slightly. I'd been skin and bones most of my young life, but suddenly I was putting on weight. My mornings before I departed for school were filled with constant trips to the bathroom to throw up, and nothing I ate stayed down for very long. These were all symptoms of a condition I was much too scared to even admit to myself was possible. This was 1971, not long after the end of the Civil Rights Movement, and still a time when being young, single, and pregnant was a thing of shame for the entire family. To add to my disgrace, I'd been raised in the most Christian of households, so my embarrassment would be all the worse. How could I have sinned like that? My grandmother asked with absolutely no patience for my answer. Her disapproving face said it all. I was crushed and ashamed that day, but this is exactly how the impending birth of my oldest child, Shaquille Rashawn, was announced at my home. Though I knew his arrival would change my life forever, I never guessed in just how many mind-boggling ways. As I sat there that day, listening to my grandmother lash out at me for all of my sinful transgressions, I did what I often do when things become too much for me to handle. I zoned out. Why would I stay in that moment to hear my grandmother accuse me of being a hoe on wheels and a tramp and any other negative name she could think of? In retrospect, I think my grandmother was angry about a lot of things that day, things that had little to do with me. Her life hadn't exactly been rainbows and moonbeams, and I'd unwittingly provided her a perfect opportunity to unleash all that pent-up frustration on me. My mother, on the other hand, said nothing as my grandmother verbally let loose. Her pleasant facial expression and smile said to be calm and let my grandmother vent. I tried my best to comply and just sat there with my hands folded in my lap. To stop myself from crying, I bit my lip and focused on a small piece of wallpaper that had begun to peel away behind my grandmother's head. Many of the questions my grandmother asked me that day, she already knew the answers to. She most certainly had met my boyfriend and the father of my baby because he'd been at the house a number of times. She even liked him, or at least she seemed to. Still, she felt it necessary to go over all the details of how I could have gotten myself in the family way. She wanted reasons that day, but I had none for her. None that I wanted to share, that is. All I could manage to do was mumble I was sorry a thousand times until I couldn't say it anymore and didn't want to say it again. We never know where the circumstances of our lives, good or bad, will lead us. Lord knows I sure didn't. I was so depressed prior to Shaquille's birth. I felt my life was essentially over before it had a chance to begin. I was 17 years old and just finishing high school when I found out I was pregnant. How would I rebound from having a baby so early in my life with no higher education or job skills? What kind of mother would I be when I was barely able to take care of myself? These questions haunted me prior to my son's birth and sent me spiraling down into a world of self-pity and self-doubt. But in truth, I knew my self-esteem issues didn't begin with Shaquille's future entree into the world. I'd battled with the residue of an unloving and unhappy childhood for years, which in turn caused me to look for love in all the wrong places. But 38 years ago, I had no idea how to deal with the many confusing thoughts and feelings running through my young mind. I just knew I was heading in the wrong direction and needed to turn around before it was too late. We don't often see in our childhoods many things that are blatant to us as adults. I can't keep count of the number of people who have told me they never knew they were poor growing up until they were fully grown. Honestly, I wish I'd been that clueless about my own life. 
I unfortunately understood very early on that I wasn't growing up in what anyone would call a traditional family setting. It wasn't even close. My parents divorced when I was just three years old, and that left my older brother Roy, younger sister Vivian, and me to be raised by my father and his family. The fact that my parents separated when I was very young impacted my life in ways that I can't begin to fully comprehend, not even today. That single event would go on to define how I felt, in both positive and negative ways, about the woman I would later become. Obviously, many people go through divorce and learn to deal with the aftermath of a family torn apart. However, for me and my two siblings, there were so many questions about what actually happened to our family and why. These are questions that wouldn't be answered until much later on. Chapter 2 Life ain't been no crystal stair. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord.